Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. Thanks for joining us today. The Extra Point Podcast, of course, is normally an opportunity for us to look back at the previous week's text and get some further observation, deeper application, even some additional insight. But today, Tuesday, February 21st, I want to begin something that I hope to do on a monthly basis. I want to take a minute, at least once a month, and look back at a song that we sang on the previous week. Uh, With this being my goal, to share with you why I really like the song, uh, some insight about it, maybe some theological aspects pertaining to its lyrics, and just give some reasons why I really enjoy singing that song together with you. And so today we're going to begin that. We'll start this uh, on this Tuesday. And I want to look back at a song that we sang Sunday. Uh, the song is entitled Spirit of the Living God, referring to the Holy Spirit. And uh, one of the lines, one of the lyrics in the song is a request to the Holy Spirit to come and do what only He can do. And Maybe while you were singing that, you were wondering, what is it that only the Holy Spirit can do? Perhaps we fail to realize, maybe you don't realize, sometimes we don't um, intentionally ponder the fact that when we gather as a church, uh, there are certain things that we simply can't do. We don't have the capacity because they are supernatural things that can only be accomplished by God's Spirit. And so the song is very correct. It's theologically accurate to pray and ask God through His Holy Spirit to do what only He can do. The question is, what are those things that we could never do if God's Holy Spirit did not intervene and intersect with us? Well, here are three things from the Scriptures that only the Holy Spirit can do and that we pray He would do every time we meet together. First of all, the Holy Spirit is the only one who can bring about regeneration. Now, that's the act of the Holy Spirit breathing upon. You can say God breathing upon. The word breath and the word spirit are the same in the Bible often. And so it's God's breath. It's the divine breath of God, the Holy Spirit, that moves upon the heart of a person and brings it to life, enabling it uh, to trust and respond and believe Um, and experience conversion, justification, all those things occur once the Holy Spirit regenerates or breathes upon a person. Ezekiel 37 refers to this um, in a very picturesque manner as this uh, valley of dry bones. There's no chance that they will ever live, but God breathes upon them. His Holy Spirit blows upon them. We know that in the Gospel of John, this is talked about when Nicodemus was asking Jesus about how a man is born again. And Jesus says that the Holy Spirit of God blows where he wills. And so we understand, first of all, that unless the Holy Spirit of God blows upon the hearts of people, um, there'll never be regeneration. So we pray and we ask the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do, first of all, in regeneration, saving people. The next thing that can only happen through the Holy Spirit is that of illumination. 1 Corinthians 2 talks a bit about this, uh, and it's this act of the Holy Spirit opening the eyes of believers to see spiritual things. We can't see the things of God. We can't understand them unless the Holy Spirit illuminates our mind and helps us see 
understand, perceive uh, what God is saying in His Word. Of course, He not only regenerates through His Word, He illuminates His Word. And this is the work and only the work of the Holy Spirit. There isn't human wisdom that can understand the things of God. Oh, it's true that you make an... Um, restate them factually. You make and read them as if a set of words is written and you, you know, quote them or say them. But to actually accept them and understand them and believe them, that is the work of the Holy Spirit in giving insight and understanding to His people. It's called illumination. So two things we've seen so far that only the Holy Spirit can do is regeneration and illumination. And another thing the Holy Spirit does is that of sanctification. And I would say this is done individually and corporately. Based on what I see in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, as well as in 1 Peter, uh, the Holy Spirit is the one that sanctifies the Christian and sanctifies the church, sets uh, the Christian apart, sets the church apart, does a work of, of um, producing holiness uh, and, a, and a sanctifying nature about their life, a, a set-apartness about them that can only come uh, from the work of the Holy Spirit. It's called sanctification. Uh, it, you can call it spiritual growth, uh, maturity, but it's not produced by effort. Um, that is the means by which it's accomplished. We are energized by the Spirit, but the source of sanctification is the Holy Spirit, and only the Holy Spirit can source that kind of supernatural spiritual work. So here are three things that when we sang that song Sunday, Holy Spirit, fill us and come and do what only you can do. These are three things I thought of, and I was praying there in that front row, oh Lord, will you regenerate people today? Holy Spirit, will you eliminate your people today? Holy Spirit, will you sanctify your church and the Christians today? And so hearing this, this is why you'll often hear us pray this at church. We'll pray often as we begin our services, sometimes throughout our services. We'll ask God through His Holy Spirit to do what only He can do. And we'll say this phrase often, save sinners and sanctify the church. And of course, in the idea of sanctifying the church, we mean by that, give us uh, insight into your word and then the power to act and obey it. And so we're meaning in sanctification, even the idea of illumination. So when you hear us pray in the future, Lord, do what only you can do today. Save sinners and sanctify the church. We're referencing these two to three things that only the Holy Spirit can do, the thing um, that is supernatural. And that's what we sang last Sunday. That's what we were referring to when we, we asked the Holy Spirit to keep filling us and to be manifestly present with us. We're asking the Holy Spirit to do what only He can do. And those three things, again, are regeneration, illumination, and sanctification. I trust that as you sing that song next, uh, whatever week that is, that it will mean more to you and bring more joy and edification to your own heart and to those around you as you sing and, and long for the Spirit of God to do what only He can do.